0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio, a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com.
1: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this live production of the Weekly Business Hour. This is Rick Schisler. I'm your host. I'm a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. The Weekly Business Hour is where Montgomery County, in fact, businesses now around the world come to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve their business, and be part of conversations that can make a real difference in your business. So we appreciate you joining us. I want to let you know as we get started today that if you'd like to watch as well as listen, we're on Facebook Live as well as YouTube. So you can go to our 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 page, The Weekly Business Hour. Click on that channel and then click on the listen to the live portion of our show and watch as well as listen to us. Today's program is sponsored, in fact, by OneBestConsult.com. That's a website primarily that I founded, put together so small business people, hopefully like yourself, small business owners in particular, can come together, talk about ideas, issues, ask questions. Also, make contact with me if you're looking for your own one-on-one mentor. I'd be glad to talk to you about that. You submit questions, and then the community provides you with their perspective, typically based on experience. In fact, that's the core of OneBestConsult.com, common sense business advice driven by a lot of experience that all the business people that are part of that community bring to the table. So I encourage you, visit, that's one, the number one, bestconsult.com. At this point, it gets real easy. You just need to sit back, grab your pad and pencil, and get ready to take notes on all the things we talk about here right on the weekly business hour. And also, I want to remind you that if you have a question or an observation, a comment during or even after the show, send me an email. I really enjoy getting those emails. In fact, we're going to touch on a couple I received this last week in regards to the show that we had live last Monday. So send me an email, write to one best consult, the number one best consult at gmail.com. Love to get those. We'll personally respond if it's required and even possibly talk about the issue that you raise on the air. Well, let's get started. Uh, we're in the middle, part two, of a series with Keith Okano. Keith is the founder of Closing Strong. Uh, you can find out more about what Keith does by going to that website. That's www.closingstrong.com. Uh, he's a business coach and mentor, and he is the co-author of a book about the personal purpose and how that relates to your business. So at this point, it gets real easy. Just sit back, prepare to listen and hear the second part in a series of three, our soup to nuts conversation entitled, Create a Plan for Your Business and Your Purpose. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the second part of a discussion with our good friend Keith O'Connell. Uh Keith and I have been talking about personal purpose. There, boy, I just stumble. I've got to get that, Keith. It's like I have a mouthful of marbles. Personal purpose process. Uh, that is a process that's been around for some time. And Keith, uh, along with uh, our mutual friend, Bonnie Pendleton, have actually written a book. Uh, you can see it on your screen. Uh, it walks you through this process. It's a wonderful concept. I feel it's a, it's, you just need to go through this process if you're going or you do own a business. You need to determine what your personal needs are and your direction so that you can build a business around those needs and causes and things that are important to you and your family. Well, Keith, uh, last time we talked quite a bit about personal purpose mainly about role models and things like that, that uh, and the relationship between the owner of the business and the business and the importance of connecting those two, really building a bond so that we're not just in the transaction business, as you and I discussed, taking care of the day-to-day business and losing track of what our ultimate goals were for the business from our personal perspective. Uh, One of the things that is important part of your process, I believe, and and you talk about it in the book, and there are a lot of questions as people work through the actual process, because it's like a workbook, the book itself, is talking about the impact and the importance of bringing God into this process. So let's talk about that today.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Personal purpose is actually a biblical concept. Uh, We have a God who's our creator. He tells us in Psalms that we're each uniquely made, and he tells us in Jeremiah in 29 that he's created a specific and unique purpose for each one of us. Therefore, if we're living life on a transactional level, just doing what everybody else has done, then we're not fulfilling the purpose God created us here for, and that's really what your personal purpose is.
1: Well, you know, and, and, and if we stop up and if you stop and back up in what you just said. I mean, it is the reason that we're here, yes. and the fact that we're talking about business, which is one, only one aspect of life, uh, but this concept applies to everything, everything we do or are supposed to do our entire life, every minute, every second, really ties back, and that to me is how powerful this personal purpose really is.
2: Well, it absolutely is, and that's why in personal purpose we talk through, we break up life into eight different facets. And we talk about the, in, the entire person, right? The other thing that happens is sometimes we will get so caught up in life that we forget how to live out the reason we were here in the first place. Look, I, I tell people this, we all come out of a standardized education. We, so, so we then go to college, or some of us are lucky enough to go to college, where we get to pick from one of the degrees they offer. We could we graduate from college and we get to pick from job description somebody else has written for a specific purpose, and then we start working. Some of us will start a business a- along that same line. And now what we're looking at is bigger house, more income, maybe greater tithing. All those things are great, but as we be, we've used that word transactional before suddenly we're caught in life. And we've completely forgotten about our purpose. And that's where that unhappiness comes from. That's where that hole comes from inside you. And, And I find with the people who own businesses that I talk to, what our basic practice is, let's find what you were made to be. Let's identify that. Let's create a strategy that gets you there. And then, as you just said so well, the business is just one part of your life. Now, let's align the business and the other part of your life to help you achieve your purpose. And now you're finding people who better align with you, better believe in the way you want work done, better believe in the way you view your clients and service and quality and everything in your business. And that will allow you to be fulfilled to do what you want to do. And now we just need to figure out how to make more money doing that. And that's a much easier exercise than trying to figure out how to make a business bigger, whatever that means.
1: You know, the concept of of finding people being employees, and I always throw vendors in there as well, Mm -hmm. who are aligned with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a business person, I can understand, well, I hire a body Mm -hmm. to fulfill a job description, uh, job responsibilities, whatever you want to have, and you typically have a list, or most people do, and this is what you're supposed to do, uh, whether it's, you know, pick the widget up and take it over here or go out and sell X amount, whatever it might be, or in the office, you know, it, it, and they stop there. Right. Literally. Right. And say, well, I've got great processes, great procedures. I've got a notebook over here. I got a file on the computer. Uh, I've got HR down, you know, even if I might not have an HR person, I've got it outsourced and we, you know, it's all working, but, you're hiring people who uh, potentially just don't align with you. Talk a little bit about that and why that's detrimental.
2: Well, it, it's it's because we all talk about an empowered organization, right? Where we want people to make decisions for us. So I mentioned uh, earlier today about the client who had a business that, that said the customer should never wait or wonder. Well, he had one of the people on his staff who became aware of a customer problem and Two days later, we realized that he had not followed up with the customer. That's a clear violation, right? Well, we sat and talked to the employee, and what he said was, no, I know what the customer wants, so I've been working really, really hard to come up with the answer they want so that I can give it to them faster than the week or so it would take to give to them. Two people are following the same rule, but it's clear he's out of alignment with the nature of that rule. What that rule is saying is as soon as you're working with a client, pick up the phone, call them, and at least let them know that you're working on it, right? There's a point where somebody's psyche is not in alignment with the customer, so there are certain jobs they might have within the company. But certainly a leadership or communication job is not something they're good at because they just don't think the same way. The other folks in the company do. If you want an empowered company, you want people who think the right way and then coach and train them around getting better results.
1: You know, and I think people need to hear this or understand this. Not necessarily that that individual, in, say, your example, right or wrong, they just weren't aligned. They may not fit with your company. They might fit somewhere else. But So people don't need to be very defensive or get defensive about, well, that person's just wrong, you know, just wrong about uh, this and they're not really fit to work anywhere, and that's not necessarily the case. We're looking for people that fit our personal purpose and align with what we've said as the owner of the company and the values, the vision statement.
2: Well, Uh, absolutely. And if you even take a look, uh, go back to scripture again, David was a great leader. But he was, one kind, he was one type of leader, right? He was, he was a man of might and of military. That's why God wouldn't let him build his temple. Right? And he had Solomon, a man who was given to great wisdom, right? We have Abraham, who was a great man of faith, right? We have all kinds of leaders. We have Peter, who was creative and impulsive. We have Paul, who was studious and a teacher. Each one of us are created uniquely, even though we may have all the same beliefs. And so when, even when we talk about values, it's not about taking the Ten Commandments and putting them up and say, these are our values. That's, those are, are, that's how you live your life. That's not necessarily how your company operates. And so you're trying to empower people who could help Peter if you're Peter. You're trying to find people who, uh, who, who, can, who can help David win a war, or people who could help Solomon win a war was a waste of time, right? So that, that's the piece. You mentioned earlier um, in your other segment, you were talking about uh, rewarding people, right? Well, one of the things to reward people for are well-intended failures. If If they thought and made decisions along the way your values would imply, that needs to be recognized and maybe retrained to come to a better result rather than slapping them for the result right? The end never justifies the means. It's not about the end. It's about how you're getting there in the first place. And that what is what causes a company to be more universal, more aligned, and more agile.
1: Well, and you make a great point. Is that we? That's one of those little, what I call postscripts. And I, in that piece that I had, I even mentioned there about people that may need uh, coaching or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got to be willing to do both. So it's not all rah-rah here, reward or whatever. There are people that still are aligned, and I, I want folks to hear that, mm-hmm. but they need some help mm-hmm. and 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 encouragement. So be prepared with both tools: the reward right. and to identify when people need help and you know can get on your team. I was trained in business that good employees come in all shapes and sizes. So the physical, uh, the book by it can't judge a book by its cover, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so uh, as we go into this, and as people hopefully adopt this concept of personal purpose, uh, recognizing that this, in my opinion, also empowers me to accept and to look at people of all shapes, sizes, ethnicity, whatever it is, because good people are not the easiest to find. And I think I redefine that after today is people who follow our purpose that would agree with our values. Uh, you've got to keep your eyes wide open and look for those people. Uh, and get past some of the typical transactional issues right. that have caused, in my opinion, businesses that had all the potential to be great, but they, they just didn't see it uh, Forest for the trees, whatever uh, analogy.
2: Well, let's talk about the flip side. Uh, I can think of a, a couple of clients that I'm working with where they have a couple of people who are clearly misaligned and in fact, almost anti their values and their purpose. What do you think these people have in common?
1: You're talking about the two people that are misaligned, right? Oh boy, I have no clue.
2: They're exceptionally talented. Ah, oh, right. They have a skill set. They have they have an exceptional skill set, and when I speak to the owners, they say, "Well, you know, they're they're just that good." Well, what you've just told your entire company is, if you're good enough, you don't have to follow the values. And when that's understood. How important is anybody else going to think the values are? Right. They're going to think there's always another way to get ahead. Get ahead. If I'm good enough, I don't have to align.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, I've seen that once or twice in my career. Yeah. Yes. And,
2: and that's the worst message you can't afford to have, especially your best people, unaligned with what you want to do.
1: You know, and that's an unfortunate thing in the business labor pool that's there, whether it be today or ten years ago or ten years in the future is people do. They get a skill, particularly with technologies, mm-hmm. and they become very good at it, but they're absolutely, they're, in a sense, misfit. They don't fit, uh, you know, and uh, they, they kind of, they have that skill as kind of a, a hammer over the employer. Right. And just, you know, it's so disruptive.
2: And when the owner says, why can't I grow past this point, or why can't I energize people, there's a reason
1: or why didn't we get production out today right I've had that problem yeah
2: (laughs) there's the reason because you said that person because of their skill is more important than anything else in that company and that's really what's driving your company now
1: you know one of the important things too I think that that I read in, in in going through this process and understanding is the fact that we accept as individuals and as the owner that we have all kinds of abilities uh... that we've been endowed with that we've been given and our mission in this regard is to uncover those and this personal purpose i think is like a giant can opener if you will the old can opener that doesn't exist anymore you open it up and it just lets out uh... so i think there's a huge reward awaiting almost everyone that will go through this process
2: right we talked a little bit earlier about reassessing yourself as the owner or ceo as your company continues to grow, as you go global, as you go to multiple stores, as you go to different production lines. Part of that, the response to that reevaluation is because as the owner, you're not going anywhere. So it's a matter of building a leadership team that can meet the needs of the group there. That's you putting down the things you don't do so well. That's you uh, maintaining a, a, a redefined role or even just hanging on to the pieces that you do uniquely, right? And that typically ties around vision and vision, values, culture. They're all aligned with personal purpose because those have to be aligned with you. You may not be the most important person in your company, but those are unique responsibilities that nobody else can do for you.
1: Right. And as an owner, you've got to accept that responsibility to recognize that. Yes. And so many don't recognize that or don't use, again, I look at it as a positive, as an opportunity to unleash and, and, and build the business like I really want to build the business, whether it's the biggest kid on the block or the, the highest quality or whatever my goals are. Uh, like you've said in discussions on and off the air uh, during our conversation is so many people say, well, I'm going to double sales. And what does that mean? Yeah. And you know, what does that mean? That's a wonderful question.
2: That's, well, that's right. You know, uh, people will say, I want more money. Is that your goal? Yes, rob a bank. <laughs> you know, that that's the that, that's question. So it's, it's a much more complicated thing like that. And that's where personal purpose, helping you understand who you are, is a great first step toward your building your plans and aligning. Now, sometimes you're going to want someone like a a mentor or coach like you or me to come back and help talk you through those pieces that are there but ultimately it's your decision nobody else can make it for you
1: well you mentioned first we identify who we are then the next step according to what you do is that uh, to recognize that we've been called yes and given certain uh, skills certain qualities, certain you know that we're that we need to share we've got power and ability uh, Talk about that for a minute, that people would accept the fact that they have this power within them. How do we convey that to folks?
2: Well, you know, the Bible talks about how we're all pieces of clay and it's up to the Father to mold it into what they want to. I think that gets misunderstood because God is not a God of games. So when I take myself personally, I'm a very impatient guy. I don't like waiting in lines, okay? Well, he didn't build me as an impatient piece of clay so he could beat it out of me. What he did was... Uh, to call me to work that uh, has a a shorter calling. I said that poorly. Let me say that again. I hate waiting in lines at the supermarket. Drives me to distraction, and I have that gift of always picking the line that moves the slowest, you know, as we go through there. Where God has worked in my life personally is as he's given me higher priority things to work on, personal purpose, helping people get the most out of their companies, right? helping people understand the God we have, right? I become impatient for those things, and because of that, standing in line as a supermarket doesn't mean as much to me. Yeah. That's true for all of us as owners, when we, uh, as owners or even as people. When we understand our gifts, God's not trying to beat us from one type of person into another. He's trying to help us grow so that we can use our gifts in the most positive way possible for Him.
1: Yeah, to make us the most effective that we to can make be. Us most effective, right. and I think most people, that are particularly business owners, are in directly or indirectly looking to achieve that to be more mm-hmm. effective. Mm-hmm. Why not? I right. mean, even if I'm, my goal is just to make more money, the more effective I am, the more money I can make, or the quicker, the easier, whatever. You know, it's funny. You mentioned the clay story, and I, I, I was chuckling. Uh, nine-year-old grandson uh, a couple weeks ago. We were talking and he said that he had a disagreement with a cl- uh, classmate because he, he in the conversation shared that he says well we're made from clay and so you know and he took that he took that <laughs> passage and discussion in the bible literally but he was trying to figure out how we come into being mm-hmm. and uh, anyway had a discussion with the the other young man disagreed that, what does that mean, we're made from clay? So, you know, the clay thing has uh, got a lot of ramifications there in you how we're molded. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I had to chuckle. I thought that was quite something for a nine-year-old. Right.
2: Well, the point is God is not a God of games. He created each of us exactly the way he wanted us to be. And part of that dictates the journey we take through life, right? Our experiences, why we don't all see things the same way. And it's why we can give testimony to the entire world.
1: Right. Makes sense. And the third issue you touch on is whom we will model it. Um, uh, that is a goal uh, in establishing the personal purpose, how we model it. Talk about that for a moment if you can.
2: So quick backtracking a little bit. In personal purpose, we talk about the priorities we have and how we feel called to express those things in our lives, pretty much what we've been talking about. But an element of that is not just how I will express it, but who we will express it to. Because if I have something I want to express, if I'm talking to the public, talking to my employees, talking to my neighbors, my coworkers, my children, it takes a different approach. Just like you were talking about with the, your grandson and the, you in know, the clay. It takes a, a, a different approach. Some things are very role modelish, like we've talked about. But the way you role model qualities to your coworkers is different from how you role model them to your children. I, I find myself that um, sometimes uh, uh, persistence is what I use in the workplace, right? Quiet persistence. I find with my own kids that I'll sit back and have a deeper conversation, more direct conversation with them about that same thing. So, as we go through personal purpose, you're going to identify your unique priorities. You're going to identify how you choose to express them and who you express them to, and we tie those things together into what we call the personal purpose statement, which basically says, here's what I believe, here's who I'm going to communicate them to, and that gives you a a standard, a rule of your own making, a theme of your own making to take a look at guiding you in your decision-making in in your times of temptations in your times of tiredness and in your times of excitement when you want to do something that's completely off-plan
1: sounds like a personal vision statement is what it It uh, is very much
2: like a personal vision statement where am I going and uh, and it answers that question we talked about before why because and so all the that entire personal purpose statement not only says here's my vision it says, "Here's why it's my vision. There's a basis for it."
1: Right. That's. Uh, I don't want anyone who's listening to think, "Hey, you've got to be a deep thinker, a scholar, uh, with a lot of education to get through this." It is really. I guess my way of saying it maybe it's a simple process, but it is a process. One, two, three, four. The steps. It is easy to understand, isn't it?
2: It's a very simple process. It's not necessarily easy because we're looking for honesty from yourself, right? So an example is I've worked with a couple of Christian men through here, and uh, when they're looking at their facets of life and they're prioritizing them, their number one is spiritual, number two is their family, and their number three is work. Why? Because that's what Christian men are supposed to say, Right. right? But then when we get a little bit further and say, how are you gonna express these things? Who are you gonna express them to? And what are you gonna do to express them? They're completely flummoxed by what they're gonna do, for example, for their family. And that's when, as a coach, I'll step in and say, well, maybe you gotta think about that because if it really was one of your priorities, you would know some things because we're always thinking about our priorities. It may not be your priority today and maybe that's part of what you wanna change so right. th- so there you have to be truthful with yourself and you have to be a little bit selfish like it's a great word like you've said before this is about me and a lot of times and this is why we created the worksheets in each one of the books people don't want anybody else to see what they've written because they're being very true but that's truth well
1: and i think i think you really have if you will old expression hit the nail on the head it's the And I went through this process, as we discussed earlier uh, in my uh, career as a coach and whatnot, uh, through Monty Pendleton, who uh, presented it to the Silver Fox group that I'm a member of, and uh, the honesty, the truthfulness. And and the fact is, you write down, for example, the three things you mentioned, Mm -hmm. then you're always doubling back, which the process allows for that. And giving you a chance really to, to dig inside yourself, regardless of education or what your background right. is. Anybody can do that. That's correct. That part I'm saying is that the easy is not maybe easy admitting things honestly and truthfully, but the fact is you can do it.
2: All right. It's really more of an organizer than anything else. Yeah. It, it's not going to ask you anything more profound than what you think today. So.
1: Well, it makes a lot of sense. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're to the end of this segment. Uh, Part two of the personal purpose statement and how you can integrate it in your own lives and in the lives of your business. Um, We're going to take a break now. be back uh, with the rest of the show in just a moment. Uh, Next week, we will have part three, uh, where we'll talk about the four steps that guide you in defining your own personal purpose. So please make plans to tune in or to watch. This segment will be available, of course, is a video podcast on uh, social media, YouTube, Facebook, websites for One Best Consult of the radio station here at IRLoneStar.com. So please take a look at it. And again, if you have questions, um, Keith, if somebody wants to reach out and talk to you directly or contact you, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Uh, Email is probably the best way to do that. My company name is Closing Strong. They can reach me at Keith at ClosingStrong.com.
1: And you also, I want to give a chance opportunity for anyone here in the greater Houston area, you have a workshop that will help people walk through this process. What? Give us some detail on that.
2: Well, the Personal Purpose Workshop is going to be held on January uh, 22nd. It's a Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And we're going to work through the entire process that's there. And anybody who uh, comes to the workshop will get a free copy of the book also. Uh, they can find, uh, they can register for the uh con for sorry for the workshop at my website www.closingstrong.com
1: well and i would encourage people that uh, three hours uh definitely walk walk you through this process if you need a little assistance and guidance well worth the time uh and really a small price for admission uh wonderful deal so we're going to leave it there and we'll be back next week to conclude our conversation about the personal personal process. And we'll say it personal purpose process. Boy, I still stumble over that. I've (laughs) really got, it's a wonderful tool and I encourage you to participate and listen in next week. Thanks so much.
0: Onebestconsult.com, a community of small business owners where you as an owner can find answers to the most pressing business questions you have. Not sure who to turn to when you have a challenge in your business? Turn to the folks at onebestconsult.com. That's the number one bestconsult.com where you can always find advice you can use based on common sense business experience. Join our community of like-minded business owners at OneBestConsult.com.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed part two of our Soup to Nuts conversation with Keith Ocano. I hope you'll make plans to listen next week when we'll finish up the series uh, in part three of the personal purpose, building a business plan for your business and yourself. Uh, We're going to take our bottom of the hour break next. But before we do, uh, the second half of the show, I think we've got some exciting things to talk about. First of all, I'll do a quick review of part two of the interview with uh, Keith Ocano on personal purpose. Kind of recap some of the things I think would be very important to you as a small business person. Also, in our Did You Know series, I'll talk about getting more out of your business Instagram page. Instagram and business have really grown in the last year and i think it's important if you're doing social media to think of instagram and then finally i'll wrap up with one best consult tip of the week my tip is the internet of things is here is your business ready so please plan to stay with us and we'll be right back with you
0: not sure who to turn to when you have a problem in your business Listen to the weekly business hour on Lone Star Community Radio.
3: A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio.
0: Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. It's all about business on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the weekly business hour, and this is Rick Schisler. I'm your host for the program. I'm a Silver Fox advisor as well as the founder of onebestconsult.com. Onebestconsult.com is the show sponsor currently, and I hope you'll take an opportunity to visit the website. That's at one the number one bestconsult.com. It's a business community made up of small business people like yourself, and I hope you'll come and join our conversations and get connected with a business community that focuses on common sense business advice. Also, a quick reminder to you that if you want to re-listen to perhaps uh, our Soup to Nuts conversation with Keith O'Connell, uh, that you recognize that on Wednesday of this week we'll be posting a podcast and videocast of the show all across social media. We have our own channels on Facebook, YouTube. You also can come right here to this station at IRLoneStar.com and look up the weekly business hour as well as OneBestConsult.com website to listen to the show. So keep that in the back of your mind, videocast, podcast available to you to listen when you're ready. I want to do a quick recap here of what we talked about with Keith O'Connell in this part two of our series of Developing a Business Plan and Personal Plan. Uh, It's all about personal purpose, which personal purpose uh, is actually the uh, title of a book that uh, Keith uh, co-authored. You can find it on Amazon.com. I encourage you to go there. It's a combination book and workbook. And if you're a small business owner or considering being one, I cannot encourage you enough to go and work through that workbook. Make sure that your personal purpose aligns with your business purpose. It's a great thing to be able to count on achieving what you want out of the business in the long run. Well, in part two, we talked about a number of things and uh, reviewed some of the things about personal purpose, why it's important. It's important in managing the business. It's important in communicating to employees if you have some, and um, I had uh, people actually contact us about the first interview and I want to reiterate, which we did in this uh, part two, about the fact that for you to maximize your personal effectiveness and your personal contribution, that's what this is about. There's no doubt that you can start or run a business and be successful in some sense that you made a large profit, that you cashed out when you exited and sold the business. But we're talking about you as an individual and what you and perhaps your family really expect out of the business other than the income to sustain your lifestyle. And you work through this personal purpose and basically looking to find out three things, who you really are, what you've been called on to exemplify. Uh, In other words, we all have certain talents that we we have that are God-given. And what are they? A lot of folks don't know what they are. And working through the personal purpose a workbook statement will help you figure those out. And then to whom will we model it? In other words, whom will our business work for? In other words, customers, vendors, employees, these are people that will work for the business. So this will help you understand the type of people that you want to attract to your business. Also, you'll see that you make sure that your organizational purpose, and again, this gets back to your business purpose, aligning with your personal purpose. This is very, very important because you really can't be an effective leader of an organization or business whose purpose ends up being at odds with yourself. And I've seen this in actual practice. I've actually worked with people who had their own needs, their own purpose, and yet the business that they were running, that they built, was at odds with some of them, and they didn't really recognize that. Now, that may sound unbelievable, but it happens, and it happens every day, more common than you think. So I encourage you, plug into the personal purpose process, check out the book at Amazon.com, and be sure to listen next week when we conclude the series and give you the practical step-by-step guide to get you involved so that your personal purpose aligns with your business purpose. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about business Instagram. Overlooked in social media by businesses, uh, I think you're making a mistake. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back.
0: Talk on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Lone Star Community Radio.
3: A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-647. 3776 Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio.
1: For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music.
0: Not sure who to turn to when you have a problem in your business? Listen to the Weekly Business Hour on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: Welcome back to the Weekly Business Hour. This is Rick Schuessler, your host. And this is the part of the program where we do what I call Did You Know? Uh, Did You Know? uh, series. And before I get into our topic today, which is business Instagram, I want to respond to an email that we received last week. Our Did You Know? was... How to keep employees motivated with rewards do you know how to do that and we went through and talked about things particularly as they related to smaller businesses that have smaller budgets how can they develop rewards that are meaningful on a small budget charles g is a small business owner he sent an email to us he says he has 10 employees and his question was how do i know what rewards work best for my employees well my response to that is first of all just do a survey Um, just doesn't have to be a written survey. It can be a conversation. Uh, if you really want to do it right, you will write up two or three four questions, and you will circulate it and ask everybody to submit them, and they can do that anonymously. Uh, it's kind of like the old suggestion box, but have people say, hey, I'm trying to put together some things to reward uh, exceptional performance or on time or whatever the issues you're trying to address and what you're trying to reward and say what would be meaningful to you, and give them some options. Make it ABC, time off. I mean, some of the things that uh, we talked about, like an extra vacation day, a work-from-home option, if that works, uh, dress code casual Friday, uh, gift cards. uh, That's a big one today uh, because there's so many gift cards out there. Uh, And then T-shirts, hats, uh, all the, as they call it, corporate swag, And then uh, 10 employees probably don't have a parking issue, but a privileged parking space, employee of the month kind of thing. Uh, So we talked about that. But survey it is my point. Be sure you survey it. And don't forget, the number one thing, Charles, that people appreciate in business today is time off. People are looking for more personal time for themselves and their families. And it's important that if you can work that into your program – the vacation day off idea that we talked about. People really do have a sense of appreciation for time off. So keep that in mind as you work through this. Well, let's talk about a little bit. Um, Did you know Instagram business page is becoming more and more popular? Uh, I personally was not connected with Instagram, didn't really understand this, but there's been a lot written uh, in the recent past. Uh, And I talk to business people, particularly ones that are doing business with consumers. Uh, It's almost a must if you're working and selling to consumers. If you're business to business, perhaps not as important. But let me tell you, first thing with Instagram, it is easy to take the current content, your current ideas and whatnot that you're using in your other social media, such as a posting to Facebook or or a YouTube video, and so on and so forth, and just reuse them. So it's not like you're going to start from scratch, clean sheet of paper, and got to create everything over and over. The idea is to create and optimize your profile on Instagram, just like you're doing everywhere else. So you need to have photos, uh, videos, all the things recommended for the rest of uh, social media. Uh, First and foremost, and and this is the hard one it was for me, is you got to start posting. Uh, Just start. Uh, Instagram is connected to Facebook. There's a little bit of synergy working there. Uh, There's also a way to automate a posting on Facebook to Instagram. Uh, There's some uh, applications out there like Hootsuite uh, that allow you to predetermine, preset these up. Again, social media, and I say this until I'm blue in the face, It was not something that I bought into originally because I'm from the old school, whatever that is today. But the new school is, hey, the world's moving on, and it changes quickly, and you need to be connected to social media. Some of the other thing is when you put captions, and this kind of gets to be an original, write engaging captions. Have some fun doing that. Use relevant hashtags to connect what you're posting. Cross-promote it. Again, this is back to Facebook, to Instagram, and back. Again, run Instagram contests. That's one of the big things you see on the consumer-to-consumer side of Instagram if people are trying to promote things, product services. But if you're trying to promote to consumers, they respond to contests, giveaways of your product. And then stories and live video. Same thing, same kind of thing that's important to do on other social media sites. You can use it and duplicate it and just put it on a new medium. And make your profile easy to follow. So, when you go on there and get, open your account, if you already don't have one, then make sure your profile and everything is really easy for people to follow. So, basically, the quick list is connect with Instagram, make sure you're there, especially if you're selling to consumers. Very important. Use engaging captions, relevant hashtags, and seek to just have that conversation like you should be doing on Facebook and other social media. It's just another door that you can open and share your business story with and communicate with those that have chosen to follow Instagram. So I encourage you, get an Instagram business page. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have our One Best Consult uh, tip of the week regarding the Internet of Things it's here, folks, and is your business ready for it? In the meantime, don't forget, a podcast video cast of today's show will be posted this coming Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, on OneBestConsult.com, all the relevant social media sites. So if you miss something, you want to re-listen to something, or you want to share it with a friend, please remember, we will be posting the entire show on Wednesday. We're going to take our quick break and come back and finish up the show with that one best consult tip of the week, the internet of things. Thanks.
0: It's all about business on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11am on Lone Star Community Radio. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and
3: information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and
1: services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour.
0: For business ideas and news you can use, join us on the weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler. I'm your host. Appreciate you listening to today's show. And this is our final segment, and this is where I give my one best consult tip of the week. And this week, I'd like to talk about briefly and perhaps follow it up in subsequent shows about the Internet of Things. Uh, It's here. It's booming. And my question to you, is your business ready? What I remind you, though, before we get started, though, is if your business is located here in Montgomery County, uh, I invite you to consider being a sponsor of today's show or in future shows. Uh, It's real simple. Just reach out to me at onebestconsult at gmail.com. That's onebestconsult at gmail.com. I'll provide you some information. We love to have our small business listeners as sponsors of our show, so please consider that. Internet of Things. It's been going on for a long time, but yet when I look at the Internet of Things and the abbreviation IOT, that's capital I, small O, capital T, I kind of get a glazed look. (coughs) Excuse me, on my face. Because, you know, what does that really mean? Well, let me tell you, uh, the Internet of Things is forecasted by the year 2035, roughly 25 years from now, I mean, excuse me, 15 years from now to have over a trillion connected computers, everything from food packaging to bridges to clothes. In other words, there is a connection or a chip uh, woven into buildings, if you will, buildings controlled, smart buildings, cities, clothes even, with chips in them, Uh, human bodies uh, that take our blood pressure, uh, all linked to the internet, which causes them to be classified generally as the internet of things. If you stop and consider this just for a couple minutes and think about your own business and what is going to change if it hasn't already. All the possibilities just for your business and for your own personal life and the life of your family. These changes are coming. And I believe, just like any kind of change, you need to make sure your business is ready. I mean, these digital technologies are already in consumer goods. They're obviously in industrial products. They're being used particularly in manufacturing, uh, as they call it, smart manufacturing. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, the use of, of these solutions in smart manufacturing is expected to grow at a compound annual rate of more than 30% a year between 2018 and 2023. In other words, machines and other assets Logistics and whatnot are all connected together. There's no doubt if you pick up a magazine that talks about the large corporations of the world that these companies are connected. Some of them are doing it well, and others are really, really challenged. In your office, uh, their offices and corporate buildings uh, reduce energy consumption. Make more effective use of space. I read a couple articles about that this weekend, about using your office space. Uh, If you have multiple people in an office area, using it more effectively so your people can produce more efficiently. All of these are happening right now, particularly at the larger corporate level, but make no mistake, it's going to trickle down, as it always does, down to small business. So my challenge to you is determine where does your business fit in all of this i mean you see this happening if not in business in the business area that you work but think about the homes the thermostats the nest thermostats or the ring Uh, doorbells with the video cameras. I mean, they show up on the news all the time because they film someone taking a package off your porch. This is what we're talking about. This is the type of thing that's happening with the IOT, Internet of Things. And so we're becoming more and more connected. Look at what GPS does to your car. If you have a navigation system or use your phone as a navigation system, you are connected to the Internet of Things your business is going to need to be connected in some form or fashion, not just to the Internet, but the Internet of Things, because the survivors are going to have to, will be the ones, excuse me, that will change, that will adapt, that will make it happen. This has always been true in the world of business, but I'll be frank with you, I've never seen it happen so fast, so quick. You need to catch up. Three things I challenge you to do. Where's your business today, and where do you need it to be in 5, 10, or years beyond that? Think about that. Answer that question. What new opportunities are available for you to add to or replace parts of your current business? I'm not just talking about processes. I'm talking about a new product line, a new service. Think about what you see that once you have a chance to absorb the Internet of Things and you're thinking, what will you be able to do? I think you're going to find a lot of businesses for sale. Need to be aware of that. Is there any value in you participating in the purchase of businesses and in growing through acquisition? And third, what will your competitors look like and will they lead, follow, or fall behind? You should know what your competitors are doing and you need to be aware of where they're going with all of this. Well, that's the Internet of Things. We're going to continue to talk about this, I'm sure. If you got questions, again, send me an email. One, the number one best consult at gmail.com. And I want you to make a note, if you would, to join us next week at 11 o'clock. And we'll continue our conversation, our soup to nuts conversation with Keith Ocano, of Closing Strong about how to create a plan for your business and your purpose. Thank you for joining us. And remember to stay in touch with what's happening in Montgomery County right here, always right here on Lone Star Community Radio. And until next week, stay engaged and keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks.